There is a website, and they put out a press release that came to my inbox. They're called creditbuildingtips.com, I guess. Uh-oh. And they have ranked all the <laughs> states and how many people in that state, how many residents of the state want to improve their credit score. Oh, okay. Residents of this great garden state want to improve their credit score more than residents in any other state in the union. You're kidding. Including Puerto Rico and Guam. Really? Yeah. So they're number one. New, uh, New Jersey, number one. New York comes in number two. 217 monthly searches, 100,000 uh, residents on average looking for ways to improve their credit score, and then they monitor these searches and what they're doing online. I think, obviously, it's always important to have a good credit score, but especially here in the Great Garden State. I think this is why we have more than any other state. It's because people here are all broke because everything's so expensive and it's so hard to buy anything here. Right, and I think that... You're taxed to the next level. Yes, I think people probably are searching for homes, and that's a big portion of your income. And if you have great credit and you plan to just stay here forever, you can buy a home here... Because the rent is crazy. Yeah. It's I think crazy. I've mentioned this before, and this worries me in the back of my head because I guess I could call, but that sounds terrible. I had a Capital One card. Yeah. You know that thing that Samuel L. Jackson does on TV? Yes. Hey, what's in your wallet? You know what I'm saying? That was a terrible one. Samuel L. Jackson impression. But it was. I had one of those cards at one point, in addition to whatever they give you from the bank, you know, mm-hmm, your ATM mm-hmm. and all of that. Yeah. And I used it for a bit, but I thought the you were supposed to get returns, which is why I signed up for it. And I got it when I was like 22 years old. Yeah. And I just decided I didn't want it anymore. I can't remember what the issue was, but I had some sort of a frustration with Capital One. Well, probably their interest rate. I, yeah, I, but I paid <laughs> off the card, I think. I didn't really make yeah, any big purchase yeah, on yeah. it. But anyway, I decided I didn't want to use it anymore. But they tell you if you close a credit card, it kills your credit score. But you, did you close it? No. So what okay. I did was I just stopped using it. Right. And for a time, I would get things in the mail where they go, you know, you haven't used your card in a while. Yeah, Call yeah, back, yeah, customer. Yeah. We'll give you 17% off You know, your next purchase whatever, at right. Sephora or whatever it was. But I just never used it. And now it's been so many years that I imagine somewhere my account still well, exists. And I wonder if not using the account leaving it dormant was worse than not closing at the time. You know, it's probably closed out itself because eventually the card expires. There's an expiration date. Do they on just the close card. it out? Well, if you don't have, if you haven't had a new card sent to you because they expire every four years or so, you have to get a new card with right. a new number and everything. So if you haven't got a new one in the mail, my guess is. The account services just closed it out. But itself. wouldn't that hurt my uh, credit score? I mean, if it closed out ten years ago, you're probably fine. Now, it, but right. being closed out and having a zero balance on the account is different than closing out because of delinquency. Oh yeah, so, no, that I wasn't mean, the case. I just was ticked off at yeah, Capital One. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, it's not great for your credit, but it's not like a hard impact on your credit either. It might go down a couple points, but that that probably happened a long time ago. If it's really been that long, you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, we had another card that I used uh, to buy your very expensive <laughs> engagement. And then wedding ring. Yeah. And that one again, when that I was one, done paying it off. That one is still active and has no balance on it. So we should probably use it. Is that bad? Soon. Yes. Really? It's terrible. No, come on. You should probably put something on it. No, there. stop it. You're just messing with <laughs> it me It probably needs an upgrade <laughs> and needs to have a balance on the card. Why am I asking financial advice from you? You're the worst person on the planet that I should ask financial advice from. Let's talk about what's on the way today. Joe mentions the 7 o'clock hour. I should do that shout-out again. How about this? About 7.10, little celebrity guest. We have a pre-taped message, a special concert teaser, big show, maybe the biggest show coming to the area Mm. all 2023. We have special access for you and a little teaser. We will debut it for the first time, 7.10 this morning. I played this thing for Joe, and he got, (laughs) you know that giggle he does? (laughs) Yeah. His excited giggle. (laughs) It's his excited giggle. Yeah. 
So we'll do that at 710. Now, listen, on the way, we'll have some concert tickets for you today. Dave Matthews Band, 720, opening up the bus ticket window. Those go on sale later this morning. So last chance at winning before you can buy them, PNC Bank Art Center. They're coming this summer, DMB at 720. Of course, today, your last chance mm-hmm. to crack the bank vault with the code. You need the three digits, you know, we'll give them to you. We'll do that three times today, and it could be up to 500 bucks each of the times we play. We've had a couple of $500 winners. Hasn't happened every time, but a couple of times. So yes. we'll, we'll do that uh, sometime this morning. You know the exact hours if you sign up, 1071theboss.com. Now, of course, it is a Friday, so that means fun facts, dumb crook news, the freak out to officially start this long President's Day, George Washington's birthday weekend <laughs> happening at uh, 8 o'clock this morning. 7.50, we'll do he said. She said. Uh, we'll do the mom confessions yes. at 7.20, 9.20. Also take the birthdays in the Fast Five. You want to get a birthday in early, early birthday, we'll throw those in with the celebrity. 732-774-4444. So that's all coming up. But right now, time for the community bulletin board. Ain't no bulletin board like a weekend community bulletin board. We do our best to cover as many as we can every morning here, right around 620 and 835. If you have one, you'd like us to share if you're a local group, organization, mm-hmm. community group, a charity, you're a business trying to give back, putting on a fun event. We share them all right here. You can send them into us on our Facebook with a direct message. You can text us. I mentioned again, 774-4444 is your boss text connect. Or you can get us right at 1071theboss.com where you get a complete list of events. Reminder, Boss Rody is going to be on tour. We have just confirmed they will be with us at Ferraro's in Westfield for the big uh, charity event Joe's putting on for oh, the Maureen Nolan right. Foundation. Your Robbie and Rochelle will be out there too. That's uh, starting at 6 o'clock this upcoming Thursday evening. Yes. Then they're going to be out for Sunday brunch with Springsteen on Sunday at Bar A Lake Como. Sunday morning starting at 8 with Tom Cunningham. That's February the 26th, so a week from this Sunday. Mm-hmm. And then all day, St. Patty's Day, Robbie and Rochelle at Bar A in the morning with Bruce Springsteen Sweet Tickets. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And Van Dusen with more in the afternoon. More sweet tickets to see Springsteen at Kelly's in Neptune. Are we going to make it to Kelly's this year? Oh, yeah. We'll be over we'll, there for a little bit. We'll be there. I got to do my annual tradition of stiffing everybody on the bill. <laughs> Perfect. Those are all at 1071theboss.com. Click station events, community events. Woodbridge Rita's opening day, WAG donation drive. It's tomorrow. Tomorrow's opening day, noon to nine. Woodbridge location on St. George Avenue. Bring an item for the shelter and a VIP discount entitles you to 15% off all season at Aww. Rita's in Woodbridge. That's ritasice.com and then just search the Woodbridge location. For more info, St. Bernadette Church in Parlin is hosting a spaghetti dinner and a tricky tray fundraiser. Got a tricky tray. Yep. Saturday, March 11th, 5 to 7. All proceeds benefit St. Bernadette Church. If you would like to donate, by the way, to the tricky tray, you can also contact them at stbernadettechurch.net today. And the Wally Day Parade and party honoring combat injured World War II veteran Wally Jameson on his 100th birthday Aww. is tomorrow starting at 1130. I think we had these in the news earlier this week when they Love announced that. this. But a reminder to be there at the Jackson Justice Complex. Live music, food, drinks, and it's... And a parade coming from the VFW Post for its Post 4703 in Jackson. Jackson Police Department is on Facebook. You can search them and they've got the complete listing if you would like to attend. And I'm sure they'll be posting pictures if you yes, can't attend. Yes. But a great cause either way. And there you go. A couple of things we thought you, yes, you needed to know this morning on your friendly neighborhood CBB, the community bulletin board. Well, it's a Friday tradition. As we always say, why? Because no matter how bad a week you've had, at least you're not behind bars. You're not in jail. Mm -hmm. You may have problems in your life, and I understand that, but at least you're not serving time. Hopefully. And worse, caught because of your own idiocy, (laughs) we call this dumb. Crook News, our crack team of researchers scour the police blotters from sea to shining sea, north, east, south, west. I always feel like I forget one of them. Across the pond, north of the border, south of the border, (laughs) these stories of your award-winning fellow citizens. We share them all right here. Dumb crook news. Yes. Dateline, Fort Myers, Florida, because, of course, it's always 
Florida. Florida. Wednesday evening, cops spotted a black Mercedes parked the side of the road, thought it might have been abandoned. Uh-oh. Of course, they put the little tag there, you know, if you leave your car on the side yes. of the road. But no, inside, 40-year-old Michael Serrata, he was sitting alone in the passenger seat and noticeably drunk. They smelled alcohol coming from the window when they knocked, he opened it up. All the cup holders had empty or half-full beer cans in them as well. Uh-oh. And two cases of Michelob and Bud Light in the back seat, <laughs> torn open. He was so drunk that he really couldn't talk coherently, so police called for backup to help get him into custody. That's when he reached down into a pile of the cans of beer on the floor of the car and found uh-huh. a full one, cracked it open, started drinking right in front of the police. <laughs> as you do. They as managed to get do. him in the cop car. He's now facing charges for drunk driving and resisting arrest. Hey, I'm just not trying to, I'm just trying to finish fine. my beer. I'm trying to finish my beer. I put it over. What more do you want? It's fine. Fine. Pulled over. I'm fine. Where do you want? <laughs> Michael Serrata in his black Mercedes. <laughs> probably impounded. There's probably some attendant that works at the police dispatch taking a little joyride. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be back in an hour, Larry. Yeah. It's dumb Kirk News. Dateline, Los Angeles, California. Police there. California PD looking for women involved in a road rage incident. The pair allegedly slammed on the brakes in the middle of the highway. Then one got out and started writing profanities on a person's car with a Sharpie marker. <laughs> no. So I'm guessing that there's an accident caused by them hitting the brakes and she starts... That's what it sounds like? I don't know if they were chasing like? each other, if she was running away from an ex-boyfriend, what's uh, happening? I don't know. Here is the victim trying to explain this incident. Obviously, me and my mother were furious about the situation, So, and we saw them glaring at both of us. So we were just showing our anger. My brain was like at rage because what are you doing? Like, why are you doing this? What was their motive? At the end of the day, I'm just glad that me and my mom are safe. That's uh, Cello Arcia, mm. who was in the accident with these people, and they wrote then Sharpie the obscenities on his car. So one of two things going on here. Uh, Cello and his mother were rude in traffic and ticked these women off who yeah. clearly are a little bit unstable. Yeah. Or he has some sort of involvement with them, romantic or otherwise. Oh, which That's caused them to be upset and they were chasing each other. There's some, something along those yeah. lines. Yeah, I mean, usually, and I, I don't know, but usually people don't just attack you for no reason or not being provoked at all. There's definitely so. more to the story, but we have no comment from the women involved. Interesting. Slamming on their brakes in the middle of the highway. Okay. Haven't you always wanted to do that? You know, especially with someone like riding your ass on the highway, you just want to slam on your brakes, just cause yes. a spectacular traffic I, accident. See, I don't want to. I don't want to cause an accident, and I certainly don't want to be involved in the accident. But when someone is riding my ass like that, I will tend to slow down because yeah. if you're riding my ass, I'm never going slower than eighty. So if you really need to go that fast, Have it's it. dangerous. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I hear what you're saying, but it'd just be so satisfying. You know, if it was like Groundhog Day, you just slam on the brake, <laughs> and they're not expecting yeah, that. But then you're a part of an accident. Yeah, so and I don't what? Need that You'll be life. back tomorrow. You know, you wake up. I don't know. So and cheers on a radio, you'll be just fine. <laughs> that seems like a lot of frustration for me. Well, anyway, this is dumb crook news. Look at this. We're going to Moscow in Russia. Oh, 48-year-old Russian man recently <laughs> got contacted by someone claiming to be a representative of Russia's largest bank. Already, this sounds horrible. Yeah. They said his account had been hacked and convinced him to transfer his entire life savings, $1,700, oh, no. into accounts they controlled. They also somehow convinced him that the only way to expose the hackers was by firebombing his bank. He was arrested last week after he walked into this Moscow bank and threw a Molotov cocktail on the floor. Luckily, no one hurt and the fire was quickly put out. Officials say his life savings are gone and Putin continues to finance his war in Ukraine. So there you are. Oh my gosh. (laughs) What? By the way, he is going to face charges for the fire, even though he was duped. He should face charges. He didn't have to go in there and do that. I know, but but shouldn't they plead and say, clearly, he's mentally nuts. Yeah, there's something. probably plead that he just doesn't know how to handle himself if he thought it was a good idea to go into a bank with a Molotov cocktail. Yes. I just, wow, that's very... Just another crazy story from <laughs> Russia. I guess, uh, yeah. Uh. 
Oh. And Russia TV watch you. Yeah, not Michael Oizano, dateline to Northern California. Well, he led cops in a high-speed chase this past Wednesday, drove till he reached a dead end, then tore through three separate backyards till his vehicle got stuck in the grass. <laughs> he got out and started running. Then he spotted a motorcycle, stole that, and rode off. But the police were still on his tail, hopped off the bike, ran to the edge of the Sacramento River, jumped in, started swimming across the river. <laughs> on the other side, he attempted to climb a tree before police finally were able to get him down and wow. cuff him. He was uh, wanted for questioning in an armed robbery, by the way. He's now been booked for vehicle pursuit, vandalism, resisting arrest, vehicle theft, and impersonating a golden retriever. Uh. <laughs> I made that last one up, but he I should like be. It. Yeah. He should be. I agree. All right, we're going to run a little long today, but I got two more good ones for you. Dateline Aiken, South Carolina, as in Clay Aiken. 53 year old Willie Merriweather was interviewed by a staffing agency. In the middle of the interview, he decided he'd whip it out. Uh-oh. Interviewer, she asked what he's doing. He says, Well, I don't know. It just fell out. It comes out on its own sometimes. So she uh, called the police. He claims he simply forgot to zip his pants and he has an issue because he's so well endowed that it just keeps plopping out. What did you say his name was? Willie Merriweather. Willie's Willie fell out? Willie got a Willie problem. <laughs> he's facing charges of indecent exposure. Oh, that's not how you get the job, Willie. Do you have any references? Say hello to my little friend. <laughs> Oh boy! I forgot to zip up. Oh, it just it just fell out. Just I, fell out. I forgot. I mean, I oh. suppose it's a good problem to have in the right circumstance, but probably not at a job interview. No, no. And no. finally, we go to your home state of Michigan, where this week a nine one one call from a man sitting in his car at a park, performing an act on a flesh colored adult toy. Oh no, really? Representing the male genitalia, similar to Willie's, actually. <laughs> Swallow hard. Oh, no. Police got there and found the 67-year-old man in the park in his Ford Fusion. His name has not been released. He'll now have to register as a sex offender. They asked him what he was doing, and he said he has a fetish for sex toys. Just couldn't help himself. He couldn't wait till he got home. He He's had to do it in the car. Got arrested for disorderly conduct in a public park. His toy was confiscated as evidence, by oh, the way. no! Poor guy. <laughs> He's Willie Merriweather. What will he do? He's now in police evidence. And there you are, another exciting, heartwarming edition of Dumb Crook News. I don't know if that lady at the dentist's office is going to want to turn on the show this morning with that kind of smut coming out the speakers, but there you are. Dumb Crook News. Yeah, it's the, 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 you got 20 minutes before they get there, so. Oh, good. Well, I'm glad I was able to squeeze that stuff in before, <laughs> before we had real trouble. Hey, do you have that uh, audio that I should uh, bring up here? Joe, you know, I, uh, sometimes people say, why do you go on and on and talk about the other radio shows? And the reason is I just can't help myself. Oh, no. But from what time, are you going to do? Time to time, I share with you, this is true, right, about the uh, promos yes. we hear driving home on the point station from that other yes. show over there. And you know what? Right. I, I really don't know those people. I'm sure they're very nice people. I really don't know. But they're terrible. And, and just to prove it, just so you know I'm not being mean, we actually happen to catch a little audio. Rochelle just held up her phone to the speaker in the car yesterday. Oh, good. This, the this, this is a real promo for the uh, station on the point. Or the Point Station show. All right, here it is. Right. And Hear. That's a compelling. That's a compelling tune-in. Don't you think? Oh man! Mm. So you guys thought I was just being mean? That's a kind of. That's the alternative choice oh, you got out there. It's radio. That's what you do. You're mean to each other. <laughs> I just thought that since we happened to capture that, I'd share it with you. Who me? Nice job, me? guys. Nice job out of you. 
Again, the best one was still the scissors. I, I almost yeah. want to call them and ask them for the audio for yeah. that because it was so epic. Hey, we want to play your promo over here. Could you email it was that to so us? so good. I just, <laughs> I just Did you know it. when they open a new bank, the big scissors they use is not real. <laughs> Doesn't cut anything. <laughs> and again, I know that sounds like I'm being mean, but she really does talk like that. So. <laughs> sure, she's a very nice lady. Oh, so good. Yeah. <laughs> good times. I like being honored. Who, me? <laughs> That's the whole promo. That's it. That was it. All right. All right. I was I was on there once years ago just for, I don't know, a day. Someone got sick, and they said, you know, you know the shore. Go on there. And I said, all right. So I went on, and uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah? That's pretty much how it went, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, trying to engage them a little bit, and they were, you know, nothing. So. Were, these the, uh, were these the same people? Yep, same people. Interesting. Right. Not a long time ago. This is a few years ago. But okay. it was, uh, yeah, they've been there a long time. Our friend uh, Kane apparently worked with her at one point and said that uh, the boss that they were working for at the time would get very annoyed because she was so happy about everything. <laughs> he's like, it's a, it's a, the subway's delayed today, but that gives you more time to talk to the other people on the subway. And he's like, stop <laughs> being talk so to happy. anybody on the subway. Don't yeah, say that. Don't talk to people on the subway. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you, out of your I mind? I will fire you if you're so happy about <laughs> delays. Stop it. That's right. It's a rainy day, but that means God is cleaning the earth. Stop being so nice. <laughs> You know what? Hey, hey, you got to be more mean. Yeah, that's right. You got to be more just, mean. I just can't relate to that disposition. Like, I want to. I think that's great if that's how you sure. see the world. Like that. Seriously, I think that's. But I just, I. That's just not how I see the world. Remember I yesterday, I said that I wanted to uh, sue people just to ruin their day. Well, that was a bit. Exciting. And I started getting exciting. I said it was like Christmas morning, getting a puppy. The thought of uh, you know suing somebody, small <laughs> right. claims court. Uh-huh. Right. Maybe I'll send them that tape and say this is what you're looking for. This is how you communicate with people. Mean it up just a little bit. Mean it up. Well, you know what, though? You should, you absolutely, the more I thought about that, that actually upset me yesterday, that mm-hmm. Uber Eats thing, that, you know, you spent $30 and, and they're just like, oh, well, mm-hmm. here's 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 your delivery feedback. Too bad. We screwed up, but you're out, you know, too bad. Yeah. You know, that's terrible. Absolutely terrible. Again, Joe, was part of that is on me. I haven't actually called the company. I just did the online little forum when you have a complaint, when you're, something happened to you. So I need to actually call the company. I just haven't gotten around to doing it. And well, that, and that's do it. it. I keep telling I you. No, I will, but that's day i just i just wanted the kids to have their stuff that was all that we should do it on the air so. two, yeah let's call them up at like nine o'clock let's this call morning. It, yeah nine call them up right on the air all right okay. good i got nothing planned for nine let's all do right, it all right perfect <laughs> <laughs> that's something else they can learn from me i plan nothing this is just it's faking it till i make it baby that you know what that's the best radio man just get in there and sit down and strap on the headphones and go till that check stops clearing i'll just show up and do what we do there that's right that's right live and local baby let's yep. have it let's come go on. at it come on Robbie and Rochelle in the morning, 1071 The Boss, 99.7 FM, anywhere on the free Boss app, 1071theboss.com. Thanks for listening. Got a big morning still ahead here. Box office this weekend, a lot of people buzzing about Paul Rudd, Ant-Man, and the Wasp, Quantumania. Oh, is that out this weekend? Yeah, this is the third Ant-Man movie. Oh, that's fun. The great Michael Douglas in a supporting role, by the way. Okay. That's the big one opening up this weekend. Although in the limited release, yeah, everybody was buzzing about uh, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. This is the Winnie the Pooh <laughs> horror movie. Yeah. It was released uh, Wednesday night. So far, it's already made $2 million. Now, it's just an independent film. So really, for a little teeny movie like that, not that bad. Have you, know, you seen the preview for this? I have, and it's fascinating to me. I was watching some videos. Like, there are a lot of people uh, talking about Mickey Mouse uh, mm-hmm. goes into the public 
domain unless Disney can find a way to weasel their way out of the uh, legality oh, of I'm it. Oh, I'm sure they will. Because every kidding? copyright, did you know this? Every copyright only goes for 90 years. Right. So now it can't be the Winnie the Pooh that you know from those cartoons, mm-hmm. but the original Winnie the Pooh book is more than 90 years old. So right. uh, somebody can do a Winnie the Pooh movie, and this uh, Maroon has decided to make it a horror movie, but it's... It's I heard actually, they've already signed on to do a second one. It's really not doing Just that bad for crazy. a teeny little independent film. Two million bucks. But Ant-Man's a big one opening up this weekend. No desire to see Winnie the Pooh go and slaughter people. I've, like I've kind of, no. I'm morbidly curious. You are? I mean, I'm, yeah. It's gonna. It's not going to be scary. It's going to be a goofy movie. It'd be like that. Uh, remember the, the Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter movie a few years ago? It was so bad. It was funny, you know? I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to see Winnie I don't want to see it. I don't. It, no. It's so dumb. It's such a what, dumb. It's supposed to be such a. <laughs> I mean, exactly. Yeah, we're going to have some bacon here in the Thousand Acre Wood. How you doing? No, if you watch the preview, Joe, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's got this girl in a bikini sitting in a hot tub, and then Winnie the Pooh comes up and, like, slashes her throat. Right. So it's but like, why? Right. It's like Friday the 13th, only with Winnie okay, the Pooh. First of all, he's a bear. So with no pants, with no pants. So why why would he slash a throat? He could just kill somebody. He's a bear. Yeah, he could maul her. Yeah, good point. But also, it's Winnie the Pooh. What are you doing? I'm just listen. I'm reporting the news. It's out there. It's new this weekend, and it's actually uh, not doing as bad as people expected it would. Well, don't go and see it. It's terrible. (laughs) Absolutely terrible. (laughs) Appalling, as Joe would say. It's appalling. Even though though he's not American, it's anti-American. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Is that true? Was it uh, A.A. Moline was British? I don't know. Oh, I don't know that, but Pooh was British, isn't he? I think he's got that weird accent. That's true. When he talks. (laughs) Well, he's a bear who talks. (laughs) Well, okay, that's true. You know what? You're right. (laughs) I don't know. No, I think, no, you're right, though. He's a bear. He does have a, he does. Oh, bother. Yeah, I do believe I would like some Christopher money. Christopher Robin has a British, has a British accent. Yeah. His accent. name is Christopher Robin. Yeah. He sounds British, so. right? And Christopher Robin, Winnie the Pooh, is supposed to be Christopher Robin's bear. Oh. So I, I you right. know, can I can I be honest Tigger with you? I've, I've, my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say I've lost interest in this conversation, but now you bring up Tigger, and now I'm back in. <laughs> <laughs> Tigger's both. Yes. Uh, uh, I work with a lot of people that are like Tigger. They're hyperactive like that, bouncing in here. It happens. Yeah. Yes. I'm Grat- married to one. Congratulations to our buddy Ryan Seacrest, who's uh, announced he is leaving after uh, six years on the Live with uh, Kelly Ripa show. Yeah. They have uh, made the official announcement <laughs> that uh, Mark, her husband, is going to be the new co-host of the show. I got to tell you, uh, they probably should have just done this after Regis left. This is what she wanted all along, is to well, have the be on the show. Yeah. So what do you think? And I, I find her to be just... Repulsive. I can't I stand her. Why? I'm not so saying funny she's to me. not saying she's not talented. I mean, I guess she is, but I, I just yeah. can't stand her. I think she's very fake. But I like. I, I got to be honest. I like Kelly, but she is very perky. You have to be someone who likes the perkiness. It's not even the she perkiness. Just, she's it's just, very. I, uh, you know, she's one of those people that's a multi-billionaire, and she acts like she's just an everyday person. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I, I don't know. I th- I like her. I I like the dynamic. I obviously like the husband and wife dynamic. So I think that'll be. Interesting to see on air. Once they- again, another show ripping us off, doing the <laughs> doing what yep. we do, you know? Yeah. I think they might have been doing it before you guys, I'm just not saying. <laughs> Joe, when you were over at uh, Channel 7, you ever run into them in the hallway? Oh, all the time. All the time. Am Re- I being too I, harsh with Kelly? Is she Regis fake? Regis Philbin was one of the nicest, most genuine, regular people you ever meet in your life, even yeah. though he was a billionaire, too. Yeah. But he, he was just a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful man. Kelly was always nice to me, always was, uh, never had anything... Right. Yeah, you know, and then and she then uh, my wife just just I, I don't even know it was about maybe three years ago, four years ago. Uh, my wife uh, wanted to go in and see it, so I called up, and I still have some friends over there. They don't all hate me, so I called up, <laughs> and uh, and I got uh, tickets to go and see, you know, VIP tickets to go in, 
And she's they're doing the show. This is before COVID, doing the show. And she see it, and all of a sudden she like kind of scanning the audience, and she sees me, and she stops, and she and she and she goes, she waves, right? Yeah. And then at the end of the show, she brings me and Marianne backstage, pictures, Aww. the whole thing. It was great. Yeah, love it was that. Awesome. All right, well, you know, it was I, a lot of fun. I take it back. Maybe Kelly's fine. Maybe it's just my, I'm misperceiving <laughs> how she really is through the television set because I've and never met C- her. And Seacrest says, "How Shannon?" <laughs> and I said, "He's fine." Right. <laughs> I said hello. <laughs> Ryan, I have met. He's a very nice guy. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and Regis uh, did a thing for us uh, over the phone when we were out in Detroit, and he was great. Yeah, yeah Regis is great. But I've never yeah. met Kelly. I don't know anything about Kelly. So you know what, Joe? I will eat crow. So if you tell me she's good people, then fine. I wish her well. <laughs> nice lady. Nice lady. All yes. right. Well, I'm sorry that I called her repulsive. That's <laughs> Shame on me. Yes, you should. I did uh, accidentally kiss uh, Kathy Lee on the lips once. I told you that story, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's awkward. Let's not tell it again. If you haven't heard no, it, you don't need to hear it. You don't need to hear <laughs> I just that thought again. I would bring it up just in case anybody wanted to hear it. Just nope. that thing to water. Nobody wants to hear it. Speaking of Shannon, Joe, do you want to do a little introduction? We've been teasing. We had a little celebrity uh, with a concert announcement as to what's coming up next year to win on 107.1 The Boss. You want to set this thing up for me? I, You know, I don't know if there's a lot to set up. Ladies and gentlemen, the incredible Michael Scott Shannon. April 14th. The Prue Center in Newark, New Jersey. That's where it happens. Concert history will be made again. Bruce is back. And only 1071, the boss, gets you there. Very soon, Bruce is back. Well, how about that? There he is. Oh, Tell me some goosebumps. Scott oh, Shannon. Baby. Scott Shannon, How ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> adjunct member of the air staff here at 1071 The Boss. <laughs> and you don't get that on that point station. <laughs> or any station for or that any matter. Station. How or, about that? So Bruce That's Springsteen, great. as everybody knows, is coming April 14th to the Prudential Correct. Center. Mm-hmm. See him in the boss party suite soon. Mm. That's all I can say. All right. That's right. I'm over just hearing that. That's just neck goosebumps. Just, yeah, we all got oh, the it's goosebumps. We all got the bumps in here. <laughs> oh man, that's absolutely tremendous. Thank you, Scott. That was very nice. Thank of you, you, Scott. Thank you for Robbie. being part of our yes. little radio station. Yes, absolutely. Because you know he's listening. Yes. You know wherever he is right now, he's got his. He's huddled in front of his in front of his uh, a smart speaker. He's getting ready to play golf. In this world. That's yeah, that's what he's doing. He's getting ready to play golf. golf, and he's unimpressed with everything I do as always. No, <laughs> no, which is fair. Man, that was terrible. What do you do to my voice? <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. But we, but we love him, and we, we, lo- we and we, him. he's always welcome here. So thank you. He's Steve always God. the best. Yeah. Just the best. The best. The best. What are you up to this weekend? You know, we're traveling. Um. Yep. Yep. What uh, are you doing tonight? I have a fundraiser I have to go to tonight. Uh, up in um up North Jersey, a uh, the Union County St. Patrick's Day parade. Oh yeah, that's Marshall coming right up. Many right. years ago, a few years ago, um, they have their Grand Marshal uh, thing every year, so I got to go to that. And then, um, <laughs> and you sound real proud to do it. <laughs> no, no, I got no problem. It's all right. It's fine. You know, the problem is leaving. You got to leave because if you stay, then that's when the trouble starts. Because yeah. you stay, and you got all these Irishmen standing around, and before you know it, you've had eleven Guinnesses. You know, and that's. <laughs> And that's, uh, Nobody's twisting your arm to have a Guinness, Joe. It's okay. No, I, I don't. Hey, listen, I go willingly. I'm not saying I'm being forced, but you know, it's uh, <laughs> that's what happens. And then, what are we doing Saturday? I don't think we're doing anything on Saturday or Sunday. I think we're just hanging out. And then Sunday, uh, 
Uh, Marianne and I are going up to celebrate our my birthday, my 65th birthday up in Morristown at 1776. We're going to go to dinner there. So, Oh, that's fun. I never so, heard of that yeah. place. Is that like a colonial theme place? New. It's, no, it's brand new. It's uh, a, uh, um, oh, what's the chef's name? I don't know. One of these TV chefs. He has a place up there. I forget his name right now. But oh, David, nice. David, um, <sighs> Oh, it's called 1776. Is it the David Burke? Yes, David, David Burke. Burke. Yes. Yeah, he he does, has that other one where Teresa Judice got married. The oh, yeah, that's right. Had... The one in uh, East Brunswick. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. yeah, he's yeah. got great food. That's yeah. connected yeah. to the uh, the Park Chateau, which is a, like a wedding venue mm-hmm. and a yeah. hotel. But yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is, this is supposed to be really nice. So we're going to go up there and uh, celebrate. Well, Nick, Nick assures me that the weather is okay because we're going to fly to Newark uh, tomorrow and then we'll be back uh, Tuesday afternoon. So we'll see. But... You know, speaking of flying, out at Kennedy Airport, um, they had a little bit of a power problem at Terminal 1. Oh, geez. Oh. And as a result of that, um, they had, yesterday was a nightmare Again, another one of these days where you go to the airport and your flight's canceled. Um, and, you know, people try to get out on Thursday for the long weekend and uh, they got stuck. So that's a problem oh. uh, today as well. They have uh, about uh, 3% of the flights out of Kennedy already have been canceled this morning. And again, it only impacts Terminal 1, not the rest of the airport. So I'll tell you what, uh, getting goosebumps here about the airport troubles. We got to travel tomorrow. So I just I, checked it. I know it's, it's, we're traveling out of Newark, yeah. not out of Kennedy, but it's still freaking me out. Well, they are, it sounds like they are pushing some flights into other airports. So hopefully. But we're not traveling international. No, the international no, terminal. No, no, no. We're not. They're going to Prague or anything. So, but it does nope. make me nervous just to hear about it. It's okay. It'll and also right. now I feel like a real jerk because I realize I, I am I can be a jerk. I know that, and now I feel bad because if I mean if Joe would not vouch for somebody who wasn't a kind person, and if if he says Kelly Rip is nice, then then I guess I'm wrong, and I feel bad about that. So well, I, that's okay. It's all right to be wrong. I just sometimes. don't like that show at all. Well, you don't have to like the show. And for I feel her like she's a nice person. I know, I but mean, I feel like she pushed Regis out, and that's part of my issue. No, because right? I love Regis. You she know didn't this. push him out. I Come on, that's what Regis says. So. No, that's what Kathy Lee or whatever said. Well, that's not what Regis ever said. Come on. Well, Regis said they were not friendly after the show ended. I, so think he, I know, but, but he, again, he if chose Joe, to leave. Joe vouches, then I. I take that to be good. Yeah. How cool was that with Scott, though, huh? That was very cool. <laughs> I almost want to play it again. But I almost I... want to hear it again. <laughs> You'll hear it all weekend long. Okay. All right. Maybe a little bit later on we'll, we'll play right. it one that more time. All right. That sounds good. Is that fair enough? Yeah. You know, the other big uh, celebrity story this morning that uh, kind of breaks your heart, talk about somebody I love, uh, is Bruce Willis. Yeah. Now, we knew that he was retiring from acting, that he was uh, suffering from a... Uh, an issue Aphasia where is what it was called. Yeah, like yeah. a memory issue, and it was mm-hmm. causing him uh, difficulty. And I guess it happens to people where they can start to forget motor skills and even how to yeah. how to swallow, yeah. and so they have trouble eating, and it, it just gets progressively worse. I guess similar in a way to uh, Parkinson's or that sort of thing, where your whole ability to function, your whole system starts to shut down. Right. But they're saying that he's also affected with uh, dementia, which means his memory is fading away, which is just the most heartbreaking, because then you start to forget who you are, who the people you love are. So it's just, and the man is not even 70 years old, so he's really... You know, not that old of a man, so that makes it even more heartbreaking. Yeah, think. it and is. I think one of the the best action stars there's ever been. I mean, John McClane, diehard, all-American hero. So it's just such a such a terrible story to see that happen to, you know, a tough guy like Bruce Willis, you know? so It is, but you know what's nice? He's got his whole family around him. They released a statement yesterday, and even his ex-wife is the one who wrote, Demi Moore is the one who wrote yeah, you know, the it's, statement. That, so that's, they seem I mean, to have a great relationship. They do. Yeah, they do. They seem to co-parent their kids really well, and so it's it's great that he has that support for everyone around him because yeah. he's, he's going to need it. I mean, it's it's really sad. I mean, I hate to even ask this question, but you read that story there. Do you have any, uh, any indication as to the the prognosis? It just it says the, that he's been diagnosed with frontal temporal dementia, known as FTD, 
Uh, and it's it's basically it's non curable. There's nothing you can do. They're for just going to get so, gradually, gradually yeah. worse. Boy, yeah. that's just so terrible because you're going to come to a point we don't see them in public anymore. And then, well, I remember when they posted a picture at Christmas time, and and Demi Moore was there as well with all the kids, and said that this could potentially be his last Christmas. And they, I mean, that I I I knew he was sick, but yeah. I had no idea it was that terrible. And so then when this is released, that's just really sad. So hopefully, you know, hopefully he's able to hang on. You know, or, yeah, at least boy, be com- or at least be comfortable. That's just, that's awful. That really sucks. Yeah, and that's another does. thing where I feel awful because we were watching an Amazon movie like a year or so ago, and he's in it. And I'm like, this is bad. <laughs> what is Bruce Willis well, doing? And then we hear shortly thereafter that he was having trouble with his lines, and because he was already starting to yeah. have these issues. So he was. To be fair, though, even in that movie, he wasn't terrible. The movie was terrible. Yeah, and they so didn't I really get much. To, to yeah, he had just a couple yeah. of lines, and now you know why. It's because the man had something wrong. So right, once again, right. I just felt like a jerk. So yeah, stop talking before I know the facts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, tough, well, we're certainly tough. thinking about you, Bruce Willis. I love that guy. All right, let's do this. Time for Hashtag Mom. It's every morning, 720 and 920. We search those socials, and then we share them right here from moms just like you. Janet Simpson said, I can't remember any of my kids' school projects or what I signed up to bring for the class parties, but I can recite every landline number I knew from my childhood by heart. Isn't it funny how that is? It is. I still know my phone number by I don't know why. I'm not sure I know your phone number now, and yet I remember all those numbers uh, from when I was 10 years old. I do. My best friend's phone number, her parents' house number, I know all of those. Uh, Video Junction. You get my movies on Friday night. (laughs) Yeah. Rhonda Tinsley said, if you enjoy arguing with a five-year-old at dinner at the dinner table when she refuses to eat the potatoes salad she asked for because it has quote too many potatoes in it then who boy do i have a kid for you <laughs> who doggies i'm gonna point out that she she texted this in and typed out who boy <laughs> <laughs> well played at purple penny pincher said i was slicing leftover ham as my kids were watching peppa pig and i was momentarily very sad could have used an emoji for Woo Boy, but she decided to type it she out. Typed it out. Hashtag mom. Every morning, 720 and 920. You might hear yours right here. Look what I got here. It's Fun Fat Friday. Woo! Ladies and gentlemen, in my hand, this is the envelope hermetically sealed. Kept in that skybox at Paul McCartney and Bradley Cooper had at the Super Bowl the other night. Since <laughs> yeah. noon Tuesday, it was all by itself. It's so so depressing to see the stadium after the game. Yeah. All the confetti and one guy mopping up, <laughs> trying to clean the whole place up after 100,000 people it's were walking true. around. Yeah. But here it contained fun facts, facts that are fun, things you don't really need to know. Mm-hmm. We just thought you'd like to know. These are fun facts. Yes. This would have been, because it is President's Day weekend, a special presidential edition of Fun Fact Friday, but I didn't think of that till just now. So, <laughs> And remember, here it contained since last Sunday... But these are not Super Bowl facts either. No, they're so not. Before the breathalyzer was invented, police used something called the Drunkometer. It was a huge device that required a person to blow into a balloon. Oh, interesting. Isn't the thing they just caught over China not that long ago? <laughs> it's the Drunkometer. Something like that, yeah. It's Godzilla! <laughs> Play the guy doing It's Godzilla! There he is. Jenga means to build in Swahili. Oh, what do you know? Kind of satisfying, isn't it? I didn't know that. Jenga. Jenga. Biggest sale in Walmart history was made by Shaquille O'Neal. He spent $70,000 at a Walmart store when he was traded from Miami to Phoenix in 2008 and bought everything for his new house right there at Walmart. Really? Ha, uh, Walmart is me, Shaq. <laughs> I need to buy... He's all about it. Some nice furniture and pants. Um, and pants. <laughs> I have to cook, I'm Shaq. Oh, you said pants. Yeah. I thought you said pants. Big was, pants, too. I was like, no, Walmart... You got size 420 no. tall? <laughs> 
right. I was going to say, they don't have his size there. Hi, I'm Shaq. <laughs> Alfred Hitchcock was afraid of the dark, crowd, solitude, and of boiled eggs. Interesting. He looked like a boiled egg with that head, you know? He's a weird looking guy, yeah. Grapefruits were called shaddocks until the 19th century. Let's bring that back, can we? Shaddocks? Yeah, I want to have a, a nice shaddock in the morning with my coffee. <laughs> That's very interesting. Matter of fact, I had a nice shaddock this morning. Thank Gross. you for asking. Gross. That's enough of that. Time for Robbie and Rochelle's Fast Five. Five big old trending stories. Thought you needed to know. Be in the know. Number five to number one. Speaking of President's Day, we will be off on the holiday and yes. the day after. So we have a long weekend here. And if you need to catch up or stay in touch, you find us on the socials. Get the podcast wherever you get yours or everything you need at Robbie and Rochelle on the mornings page, 1071theboss.com. Here we go. Number five, two pranksters in the United Kingdom accused of trying to start a world war. They flew a balloon over the Chinese embassy. This was in retaliation of the spy balloons that happened here. They're a comedy duo. They're making a video of this as a prank. Josh and Archie are their names. Uh. But they flew to China, and they attempted to fly this balloon over the embassy, and it was not well received. I wouldn't think so. If China can use a high-altitude balloon to spy on the West, why can't the West use a high-altitude balloon to spy on China? What is that music? It sounds like the Home Depot music, doesn't it? Yeah, I think it is Home Depot, yeah. It is the Home Depot music. it sounds like. They caused World War III and brought them some shiplap. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Josh and Archie. Great. I'm sure they'll have a syndicated morning show with iHeart pretty soon. I'm sure they will. I'm sure Pittman is on the phone right now. Probably. Number four, there's a university professor. This is another story from the UK. He's based in London as a PhD in music psychology, and he believes he has cracked the formula to creating the happiest song in the world. He said it has to be in a major key with 137 beats per minute. He cites some famous songs that make everybody happy, including Happy by Pharrell. Okay. Good Vibrations. You know that James Brown song, I Got You, I Feel Good, Whoa. And he also came up with his own song using a beat machine. It's called The Lighter Note. This is described as a perfect happy song. Hmm. He's posted it on SoundCloud, and of course people are arguing whether or not it actually makes them happy. This is probably a tunnel into my brain and how it works, but the <laughs> okay. first thing I started thinking of was uh, that show Pitch Perfect, that movie Pitch yeah, Perfect. Yeah, or Glee. Yeah. yeah. And so it kind of annoyed me. <laughs> of course it did. Of course. I thought it was pleasant. I, I don't know. It was pleasant enough, I guess. Happy. Or it sounds like an Etsy commercial, something it, like that. It, it definitely sounded very commercial and very Glee-ish. Thank you for holding. Your call is important to us. <laughs> and now, yeah. a scene with Rebel Wilson from Pitch Perfect. <laughs> oh. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. Kind of annoyed me. You're not wrong. Shocker. <laughs> Bonus story. There's an Illinois man celebrating 80 years of bowling. Aww. Gail Evans and 103-year-old Ed Berthal talk about eight decades of bowling together. It's amazing. I mean, to look at him, you wouldn't think he was over maybe in his 80s. My father died at 39. Tuberculosis. Wow, he's been dead a long time. You're 103. <laughs> I'm sorry for his loss. That, was, <laughs> that came out insensitive. <laughs> that came out a little insincere. A little? I didn't mean it that way. It I'm just was, saying, if he's 103, his father's been dead a long time. His father has been gone a long time. <laughs> I don't know exactly how long, but... Yeah. Also, I was thinking that Gail there is a little... Uh, look at him. Look at him. You think he's 80. I mean, he's like, I'm sitting right here. <laughs> Why well, got to point and stare at me just because I'm old? Rude. Well, good for him. Yeah, it is. I couldn't bowl over 70 if my life depended on it. No. Number three, there's a new list out of celebrity tattoo fails. This is after uh, Benifer, Ben Affleck, and yeah, Jennifer Lopez... Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. 
Showed off the tattoos they got when they... They're matching tattoos. They got married. And yes. one of them is Ben Affleck's uh, previous tattoo. It's a giant colorful phoenix across his back. Oh, I didn't know he had that. Super sexy for J-Lo to have to wake up to that every morning, That's huh? kind of like the male equivalency of a tramp stamp. Sure. To have that something across to the top of your back like that. Just too much. I think the tramp stamp is like, well, you know, it's a tramp stamp. But that is just obnoxious. You know? Well, that's well, a tramp stamp is also obnoxious. because I, mean, I don't know if it's... But it's, there's not pretension to it. It's just a, clearly a mistake. Something... <laughs> If you can do it over, you probably take it back. The Phoenix would feel like, what do you mean? My Phoenix is awesome. You know? Phoenix is great. It's like dumb men would come up with the idea to get a giant Phoenix across your back. That's fair. That's I'm, fair. I'm sure we got one listener who's like, I'm never listening to your station again. <laughs> I love my Phoenix tattoo. Phoenix is the best. All right. All right. We'll play you some Paul Abdul later. There you go. Ariana Grande has Japanese barbecue grill spelled out in Japanese characters on her palm. Appar- you mean to get that? No. Apparently it was a mistake. It was supposed to be some inspirational quote and it was typed in wrong. That's why you need never get a foreign language on you unless it's unless you know the language yourself because you have no idea what that says. Orlando Bloom misspelled his son's name in Morse code. He wanted to have his son's name in Morse code. Thought that'd be cool, but yeah. it's misspelled. Again, same thing. If Unless you know Morse code, don't do it. I do know Morse code, and that's why I tattoo it. Also, I got my own super sweet Phoenix tattoo because I'm a man with a tattoo. Sure. I sure. hate your station. I'm never listening again. Also, when do I have to be caller 10? <laughs> Very soon, sir. Yes. Number two, season premiere this weekend of Naked and Afraid on the Discovery Channel DVR alert. Yeah. Apparently, uh, there's a scene, a clip has been released. There's a contestant who sleeps very close to the campfire, rolls over, and burns his own wiener. <gasps> oh, no. On the hot coals. Oh, no. That's not what you want. <laughs> I'd say the first thing you do is you hire an attorney and say, do not release the clip, okay? That's, yeah, don't put that out there. That's not good. Does anybody need to see this? You know, I'm kind of curious to see. Guys probably got family and friends that happen to be watching Naked Afraid. They're like, is that where he was for the last couple of months? He hadn't posted on Facebook. I was wondering what he's doing. He's burning his wiener in a coal fire. He's naked and afraid and burnt. Yeah. <laughs> Roasted marshmallows and balls. <laughs> naked and afraid. Discovery Channel. That's terrible. Channel used to be educational. Now it's a naked guy next to a campfire. That's terrible. Kumbaya. <laughs> Number one new study claims couples take longer to text each other back the longer they've been together. Apparently, when you first get together, the average response time is 15 minutes or less. Mm. Within the first two years of being a couple, it'll slow to 25 minutes. 25 I would minutes. absolutely lose my mind if it took you that long to get back to me, you unless would. I knew that you were doing you were in a movie or something. You know? Yeah. No, that's isn't I, that rude? I, 25 minutes is a long time. Yeah. I I don't know. I get offended when someone doesn't text me back within a few minutes, but I don't. That just in general, not even you, but. I don't know. Everyone has their phone in their hand at all times. Unless it's, honestly, unless it's like if I text my mom or something, because she doesn't text. So I know if I text her, I just got to, I'm going to get a call back. That's what's going to happen. But even then, if I don't get a call back within maybe a half an hour or something, I start to get worried because I'm like, she knows that I texted her. So what's going on? I mean, we all know that everybody has got a phone and everybody has their phone with them when they leave the house. Right. But it seems as though there are plenty of people that just don't text you back, so it must be that they just don't want to talk to you. I, I, that's got to be Kind of a sobering is. thought, isn't a it? A little bit it is. I mean, you and I text each other sitting across from each other. <laughs> I, I do. <laughs> just I mean, we're right here, it. and we're still texting. It's true. <laughs> it's so sad and true. So clearly, it's just us. It's just us. All right, bonus, bonus story. Can't end on that note. Here's a new poll. 31% of people say they use an average of five squares of toilet paper after using... The John. 21% say a little more than that, up to eight. 9% of people say they only need one square. Bull. What are you one talking square? about? One square?
What are you doing? Listen, That's I go nasty. in there, I'm like, send in the bounty, man. We're going to need a whole roll of paper towels. Yeah. One Come on. square? One square. That's crazy. Time to see a proctologist because yeah, something is not functioning properly. If Yeah, that's not. I honestly, I think. You, you think should, people use their hands and then they only need one? I, well, if you're only using one square, you're basically using your. One square doesn't cover the average. Grayson is six and that doesn't cover his hand. So I mean, I'm know. using at least a quarter of a roll every time. I use a lot. I just take it and I wrap it around my hand. like just, Absolutely. <laughs> They're like little gloves, you know? Yes. All I need is symbols. I'd be like one of those little monkeys, you know? They're like little gloves. You gotta cover up when you're in there. Oh, gross. 9% of people. Who are these That's people? crazy. That really is crazy. I say this all the time we're out in the world. It's amazing there aren't more accidents because people are just stupid, okay? It's true. It is true. Finally, Friday, world famous celebrity birthday file. Our buddy Ed Sheeran, he's 32 today. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Paris Hilton, she celebrates. She's 42 today. That's hot. Jerry O'Connell, who never texts me, even though we're best friends. He's not your friend. He's 49 today. Billy Joe Armstrong from Green Day, 51. Denise Richards, Michael Bay, the guy who does the Transformers movies. Michael Jordan, he's oh. 60 today. Larry the Cable Guy is 60. Wow. Richard Karn from Home Improvement oh, yes. and Family Feud, 69 today. And yes, believe it or not, we've mentioned him just recently. Hal Holbrook's birthday today. He was born back in 1925. We lost him a year ago. Dead man walking. National Random Act of Kindness Day mm-hmm. today. And happy anniversary to the Basketball Hall of Fame. It opened 55 years ago today in Springfield, Massachusetts, home of our part-time news anchor, Jessica Tyler. <laughs> I had to get in a plug for her because she's working on President's Day and not happy about it. You're welcome, Jess. Not thrilled to be working on the holiday. but Well, yeah, I know. It's rough. Because she has another full-time job, and the only time I ask her to come down here is on a holiday when everybody else when is she's off. Right. Well, when <laughs> she's, she's like, I already off. had this day off. i got to work. But hey, you know, someone's got to do it. <laughs> it's dirty work, and someone has she to do it. She could say no. She doesn't have to say yes. Well, she won't say no to you. But. Also, just add it to the list of things you won't hear anywhere else. Yes, this is uh, just the second time in as many weeks that we've mentioned Hal Holbrook, <laughs> the uh, stage actor. Very yeah, strange. Well. Just happens to be Why? his birthday today. But he was in a million different movies. Yeah, I know. I just wouldn't necessarily think of him as a top-tier celebrity that everybody uh, would think of. Hmm. It's kind of yeah. funny that we happen to mention him, and today's his birthday. So there you are. Yeah. There you go. God bless him. Well, he's mm-hmm. dead, right? Yeah, he is dead. He died yeah, 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 yeah. But still, we're still celebrating his memory on the date of his birth. Ah, I get it. <laughs> Sorry I brought all this up. <laughs> well, you should be, really. <laughs> Sorry I brought all of this up. You know, the, the hour started great. Now you're talking about toilet paper and a guy's been dead for a year. Great. Awesome. <laughs> I really have nothing to say for myself. I'm just uh, <laughs> just flushed and embarrassed. Uh, oh, my goodness. Your well, tra- uh, well uh, fine. 1071, the boss. It's he said, she said, yes. with Robbie and Rochelle. This would be fun today. It's a hobby. That screams rich people, <laughs> pretentious people, fancy people, mm. hoity-toity people. It's a hobby that the average person probably not doing this. It's the fancy, the lifestyles of the rich and famous. Yeah. The upper crust, if you will. Tennis kind of comes to mind. Tennis? Maybe that's getting a little more commonplace, but I kind of think of that as being a fancy-dancy kind of thing. I, I mean, I guess. I, I It's not expensive to play tennis. It's mm. not something that... I kind of just think of it as like a country club activity. I, I guess it is because unless you have, unless you, I mean, I guess live- the YMCA has got a tennis court, don't they? So I guess anybody could play. But I just I Maybe. think of it as being a, a hoity-toity kind of thing. I understand what you're saying. It's kind of you. You, you know, you always hear about uh, you know I don't know John McEnroe. Remember yeah. 
Johnny Carson famously used to play yeah. with other celebrities. Just kind of a thing. Golf, a it's, little bit, too. I would too. say it's funny because golf is is very expensive to play. Yeah. The, the game is expensive. The clubs are expensive. The shoes are... The, the, a title's ball is like 15 bucks for one ball. Yeah. So you would think that that would be kind of a pretentious game. By the way, side note, one of the times I went, I uh, I needed to buy balls because I didn't bring my own balls. Apparently, there's a thing people do is bring their own balls. Yes, that's what you're supposed well, to do. Well, I didn't know that because I'm not really a golfer. <laughs> and I've only been out in the links a couple of times and was never invited again. And I went and bought the cheapest balls I can get. They were pink. They were women's balls. <laughs> and my buddy's like, what the hell are you doing with those? I'm like, I don't know. They were cheaper than the other ones. At so least I went with you those. won't lose it. So I went with those. And they're pink. So you're right. If I hit it, I'm going to see where, <laughs> where it landed. Because believe me, it's going to be in a sand trap. It's in the sand. No, but you would think that that's, but it's not really. Because I know, but it's just, a, it's another country clubby kind of thing, you know? And you think of, uh, you know, like sure. the president will take people to do business meetings out there and that kind of thing, you know? I guess. I See, I think someone who collects antique cars or sports cars that screams you're rich to me because, like, sure. I have a hard time paying off just my one regular car. Sure. And you're collecting cars. <laughs> and also you have a place to keep your cars. Yeah, definitely. So if you have, like, a bunch of cars, I'm like, well, you probably have some money. Yeah. At least a little bit. I can see that. Or collecting art. That's another thing, too. If That's you go a great in, answer. If you go into, you, you have a cousin that owns, like... <laughs> wait, is that real? Yeah. <laughs> that's, a re- that's real? Is that the Mona Lisa? Where'd you get that? You have... A piece of art that's on your wall that's thousands of dollars. I mean, I have finger paintings from Grayson. That's what I have on my (laughs) wall. And they're darn well done. And they are darn well done. But if you are an art collector or a car collector, you are rich. You got a wine cellar. It's a (laughs) hobby that screams rich, well off, well to do, upper crust, hoity toity, fancy. What is it? 732-774-4444. little Friday fun. 774-4444. Call us, text us, Facebook us. Coming right. Oh, my gosh. Look at this. Thank God it's Friday. Thank God it's Friday night. And I just You got George, John, Tom, James, and James. John Quincy. Millard, Rutherford, Grover, Theodore, Woodrow. You got Nixon, Kennedy, Johnson, Reagan, Bush, Bush again, Clinton, Obama, Trump, and Uncle Joe. Welcome to President's Day. I'm getting down, down. I mean, I got a bunch of them. I didn't get all of them. I got a bunch of them. Don't look at me like that. I sure hope you got yourself a three-day weekend because I know you got stress in your life. Your blood pressure is on the rise. Look at that, 180 over 110. Lipitor is in your future, so come on now. Exercise the demons at a work week. Everybody on your case from the boss man to the spouse to your kids to your next-door neighbor never did return that lawnmower you loaned them. That's right. Robbie and Rochelle in the morning, finally Friday, freak out on the radio, let it all hang out. Come on! Oh! What you say? 10 a.m. Tickets go see that guy, Dave Matthews, go on sale. Show info, 1071theboss.com. Just gave away a pair of tickets to go see Dave to uh, Rick and Spotswood. Freak out. 814, Robbie and Rochelle in the morning, 1071 The Boss and 997 FM. Also, got our he says she said. just underway. Is there a hobby that kind of screams rich people? You think of this little pastime, this sport maybe? This, um, 
Well, it's hobby. And then you said, yeah. man, they're hoity-toity. They're fancy. What is that about? Brandon said fencing. That could be a myth, but I don't have any rich friends, and I've never met anyone who fences, so I'm assuming it's a rich people thing. On God. <laughs> I would take it up just so I'd be able to say that. On God. <laughs> Seems like supervillains are really into that, too. They all... They all fence. They all have swords. You know? <laughs> all the karate kid bad guys, you know, they, they all got swords. Casey said collecting Fabergé eggs. Because <laughs> you have to be pretty rich to own one of those. Sure. And a text from 7666 said uh, vintage guitar collecting, specifically the ones who just hang them up as wall candy and don't play them as a guitarist. It genuinely upsets me. Yeah, They're listen, meant to be played. That's right. Unless you are a rock star yourself, you know, unless you're Pete Townsend, there's no reason to have guitars hanging on lining your walls of your home. You know, listen, if you had the opportunity to buy <sighs> yes. I don't know, Paul McCartney's guitar, sure, would you, you, would you play it, though? Yeah. Would you put you would put it on the wall? You're not gonna let anyone touch that. You don't think that's a little fancy? I mean, if you could afford a guitar, you're fancy, well, no? I guess, yeah. You could win one. My mother has a friend <laughs> that collects uh, Victorian porcelain dolls, and then she oh, that's uh, creepy. she repaints them. That's creepy. And she puts them in little settings. She builds little settings. Does she have it at their, like displayed in the house? Uh, yeah, I guess like so. I've never, I've never been to the house. They were at our wedding. They're the furniture people, you know? Oh. She's really into that. That's true. And she goes and buys the clothes, and she'll buy, like, authentic uh, Victorian baby's clothes for the... Oh, it's if, weird. I mean, they are rich people, but I don't know if that is a rich person hobby, I, but it is creepy, because <laughs> have you ever seen one of those vintage dolls at night? Yeah, it's like the Annabelle. Eye, like, the eyes yeah. never close, and they're just... I don't know. They're just creepy. That's not what you want hanging on your Maybe wall. I'm confusing rich with creepy. I apologize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't like to. Hi, it's the boss. Hey, morning, Robbie. How you doing, bud? Hey, Ray. How are you? Good. How about polo and then horse racing? Polo and horse racing. Excellent answer. Anything uh, to do with the horse. Really, what's that one where expensive. they hit the ball in the house? It's a uh, croquet, right? Yeah, croquet. Yep. A, a, anything equestrian is very, very expensive to do. Yeah. Great answer, Ray. Great. Thank you, my friend. Bye. Have a good weekend, guys. You too. Hi, it's the boss. I, I got three of them for you, believe it or not. Wow. I've got yacht yacht racing, ah. polo, and croquet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we well, use your polo and croquet. Yeah, but yacht is a really good one. Yeah. <laughs> got to be rich to own a yacht. There you go. You got a big yacht like Joe does down in Lavalette. Yeah. Or to even gas it up, you got to have a lot of money. Right? <laughs> no doubt. All right, so it's a hobby that screams rich, fancy. 732-774-4444. We'll take a few more if you want to call. You can text same number, 774-4444. Or on Facebook, your he said. She said. Robbie and Rochelle in the morning, 1071 The Boss. With free money right now, let's go to caller 10. Well, am I the 10th caller? You are the 10th caller through. Oh, my God. Nice job. <laughs> okay. <laughs> By the way, this is the last day that we're playing, so you're uh, one of the final three contestants. If you have all digits, uh, we'll try and get you the cash inside that bank vault. You got them? Yeah, 961. 961. <laughs> we'll do it inside. Let's see here. Count this out. To 20, 50, 70, $75 cash. Nice job. Oh, thank you. That's not bad. What's your name? Uh, Barbara. Barbara, where are you listening to the boss this morning? Um, in Jackson, New Jersey. All right, good to have you. Hang in the line. We'll get all your info. By the way, before we uh, keep going here, I got a phone call I got to take. Hi. Joe, is this Joe Nolan? No, this is Robbie. Robbie, oh my God. So I'm Joe Nolan's friend, Layla. And it's my birthday today. Uh huh. I wanted to hear Layla from Eric Clapton on the radio. Will you play it? No. But I'll wish you happy birthday. Oh, I love you anyway. You're so sexy. You got I don't me so excited. Birthday, Layla. Layla, I can't. It's like a nine-minute song. I don't. I just. I just don't have enough time to play it. But we'll give you a big birthday shout-out. Okay. Oh, 
You're the, you're the so cute. I love you so much. You're the best. <laughs> oh, well, have I a great birthday. I'm on my way to work, and I love Joe, and I miss Joe so much. And there he is. Here he is. Hugs. We're stuck with him now. Did, <laughs> did you hear Scott I, earlier this hour? He was on, too. Tell him. Oh, I heard him. I heard him. Oh, good. Tell him, tell him I owe him a Bud Light draft. Okay, well, somebody does. We'll tell him. <laughs> have a great birthday, Layla. I guess I could have saved that for the birthday file, but she said it was very urgent, and I want to make sure she heard it while she's in the car. That's Joe's friend, Layla. Yeah. So there you are. I think she called you sexy at one point in there. Did you hear that? I was laughing, but... I did not notice that, no. Yeah, you might want to go back and replay that and keep it for yourself. (laughs) Fine. (laughs) Joe's friend, Layla. Yeah. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Layla. Talking about the 1% today, like Joe Nolan, is there a hobby (laughs) that screams rich people? Matter of fact, I got another one hanging. Hello? Hi. um, I have one. How about collecting... Endangered species. Hmm. So having exotic pets, you mean? Yeah. Have yeah. you seen my Komodo dragon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be quite costly to have to do that and illegal, but I guess if you could yeah, pay for it. Yeah, I mean, the, I don't like it, but people do it. Yeah, and if you can pay for a permit to actually have one, that would be a really expensive thing to, to do. Yes, so I would like to ride your camel, sir. That sounds fun. Doesn't Mike Tyson really own a tiger? I think he does, yeah. Yeah, so yeah so like that, in the Hangover movie? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you for calling. Great answer. All right. Thanks. We'll keep this going all day on the Text Connect 774-4444. If you can't answer right now, feel free to do so. We do check them. Or on the Facebook machine, something a, a rich person would do, a hobby, a pastime <laughs> for the fancy, the elite. Hear me mention, uh, coming up again, Kelly's and Neptune on uh, St. Patty's Day. Oh, uh, yeah. And I'm uh, making my tradition to continue of stiffing everybody on the bill when we get there. Yeah. Are you coming down? <laughs> no. <laughs> nope. Are you really not coming this year? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I got, it depends. St. Patrick's Day is a very busy day for me. Got a lot going on that day. Well, you so is it actually on the day? Yeah. We do the, uh, 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 Van Dusen does the afternoon show there. Remember, we were all there yeah. last year. You made a little yep. time. But now I feel like you won't come because I've turned you off to the whole experience because of the uh, the cheapskate ways I have. No, That's no, no. Fair, though. I, 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 I just, <laughs> I think the whole staff was looking for someone to pick up the, the tab, and um, we stick and, it to uh, the new guy. Yeah, yeah Uncle <laughs> Joe did. Yeah, exactly. What's the over under that with his uh, baby, who will be what about three weeks old at the time that uh, Kermit the Wonder Frog DJ will be there? I bet you he'll, oh, be, he'll there. be there. He'll be yeah, there. Yeah, he's got he's got to get out of the house by that time. He'll be uh, <laughs> it'll be time to get out. What a weasel, isn't he? No, I'm just kidding. He'll no, no. He's a really good dad. He really is. No, he, he, he really is. But he actually, also he really is. He a, also is a weasel. Real, he's just he he manages to walk that fine line between weasel and great dad, <laughs> like a professional. It's a Friday this year, right? Yeah, it's going to be wild. So exciting! Oh, God, wild. is it really? I am yeah. so excited because usually, oh, I mean, I, I guess every seven years or so, but usually during. The week, so yeah. the next day is you can't have that much fun because we got to be here bright and early the next day. But this year, yeah, it's gonna be like the blast off. We'll just be out there getting hammered <laughs> oh, all day. Oh my goodness! That was bad. And we're drunk out in front of Joe Leone's eating sandwiches, wondering how we got there with those shoes on. <laughs> that reminds me. Uh, that's a true story. <laughs> yeah, that's not a, that's not a joke. That that was the aftermath. <laughs> <laughs> of last year, trying to drive back from uh, Lavalette. I'm like, we better pull over and get a sandwich. We're hammered. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm kidding. Front, I'm not, kidding, yeah, of course. Sitting down in front of Jolioni's, yeah. not knowing how you got there. <laughs> exactly uh, what happened. Kidding, of course. Oh, that is hilarious. <laughs> All right, hang you on know your... what else I found out tonight? This fundraiser I'm going to, yeah. the world-famous Captain and O'Neill are playing. I'm oh, very boy. excited. Yeah, they'll be at the blast office, May. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
That's cool. Oh, before you do your thing, I also want to mention again, because you told me to, we got a big shout-out to Ramtown Dental and Howell. Big listeners. Yes. We yes. shouted them out like 6 o'clock in the morning. Joe goes, they're not at work at 6 o'clock, you dummy. Why don't you do it again? So I just want to make sure I get that in once again. Ramtown in Howell. Thank you. <laughs> and not only did you do that, but you read it. Yeah, they get there around 7 o'clock, so how you doing? Well, he did. He I didn't pre-read it. Didn't he did tell you he would forget. You just put the teleprompter in front of me. I just read it. I don't know what to do. Oh, my goodness. That was funny. Thank you. So.